But I'd be lying if I said to you that this year was, you know, the happiest year of my life as so many, you know, TikTok <laughs> uh, trends are going or were going leading up to the new year. It wasn't. It was far from the happiest year of my life. It was one of the harder years of my life. It was a continued year of loss and grief and <sighs> deep depression a lot of the time. And so attempting to just put that all aside, ignore that whole thing and say, I am in a great place to set goals now, felt like the most disingenuous thing of my life. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really fucking matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, your go-to bisexual polyamorous confidence coach who tells it as it is and owns her mess. If you're here to live your fuck yes life, welcome home, my love. Are you ready? Here we go. Happy New Year, loves, and welcome to episode 138 of the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast. And it's the first episode of 2022, um, which just feels insanity does anyone else just like how how are we here did the last year happen um so many thoughts and I've been really figuring out and like toying with how I wanted to start the year and usually I you know over the last three I guess three years that I've had like post new year's episodes they've always existed in the plane of post like New Year's resolutions, setting intentions, all of that stuff. And for a while, I was like, nah, I'm not really feeling that this year. But then I started asking myself why that was. And um, it actually brought up a lot of thoughts for myself. And I journaled a shit ton about it. And I was like, okay, I need to talk about what I'm feeling and experiencing and coming to the conclusion around with all of you because I have a feeling I'm not alone in these feelings. So That is what we are deep diving in today. The most non-traditional, outside of (laughs) the shoulds, as always, episode about what the fuck to be putting your energy into right now and um, why you probably are feeling really stuck around the idea of setting goals, resolutions, intentions, and beyond. So let's get the fuck into it. Outside of that, I don't have any official announcements other than I am open again uh, now that the new year is back up and running for peer support sessions for all things non-monogamy coming out later in life and BRCA or having a double mastectomy. So if those are things you need support around and just want to talk to somebody who gets it for 30 minutes or 60 minutes, you can go over to my website at amandacatherineloy.com forward slash peer support. Um, or you can just go to the link in my bio and either my TikTok or my um, my Instagram and snag a spot. I do uh, those on a weekly basis, and I took a few weeks off for the holidays, so those are back up and running. And also, if you are not already on my email list, um, there will be some announcements later this month um, about what I am offering this year, So, as well as uh, a surprise announcement um, that I wasn't expecting you to do again, but... It went so well. So uh, some of you might have an idea of what that might be, and I'm stoked. So uh, make sure to get on that so that you get kind of the first dibs as well. 
but let's fucking go. Let's talk about it because I don't know if you're feeling similar to me, but I imagine that you are in that as you stepped into this new year, there's a lot of right uh, traditions or expectations or pressure within the media and also just New Year's generally speaking about, right, we have this fresh slate, fresh start, fresh energy. And I always love that feeling, but I don't love the pressure and the expectations attached to what the new year means, which is that we have to, you know, somehow magically know what we want to do this year, you know, what goals we have for ourselves, where we want to go, what's important, all of this stuff. And I've always resisted this type of stuff. Um, the you know, I I used to be somebody who would who would follow it because I was you know a follower and I was a shooter, and somebody said this is what you do, so I did you know for years, and I wrote bucket lists and I made you know yearly goals and all this stuff, and then I'd uh, inevitably fall short at the end of the year. Or feel pressure to do something that I no longer actually wanted to do three months later. And then would feel this intense amount of guilt and shame and the spiral would continue. And, you know, a, a few years back into my endless self-development journey and uh, personal discovery space, I stopped setting, you know, New Year's resolutions. I stopped really even goal setting and moved from much more of a place of intention setting, right? Like I have been, and I talk about this so early in in the podcast, actually, like episode, I think like three or four, I deep dive into how I started the process of honoring this more of like a feeling, this energy that I wanted to bring into the year. And I would attach it often to a word of a year or a year uh, or maybe a few words that I really wanted and had some ideas, but it was constantly fluctuating. And I do like having uh, some structure, you know, my ADHD brain needs it to have any level of momentum, but there needs to be fluidity and flexibility. And that always felt aligned for me. You know, that path felt a lot more exciting. But the last couple of years, stepping into the new year has felt strange. And I talk about this to a degree in last year's New Year's episode where I, it's called, I think like New Year's resolutions are bullshit. Um, And so you can go back and listen to that if you're curious on the progression in the last year. And I still hold true to that. I really do. And I'm finding that there's this very interesting shift in energy and shift in understanding within myself when it comes to the season that we're in of, you know, expectation around knowing what the fuck we're supposed to be doing. And I've been talking about this a lot with Kev in the last month about how, you know, I'm I'm in this personal state of my own life where I keep asking myself what's next. Like wh- okay, what now, you know? And that comes from a place of of a lot of things, but for me it's it's rooted in two two big factors. And maybe you're experiencing one of these, maybe you're experiencing both of these, but I imagine you're, you can resonate with at least one of these because I think we all can to a degree. But one is that, you know, I'm about to round up in the next month, my 30th year on this planet, and I 
did not expect to be where I am at this point, to have, you know, accomplished a lot of the goals that I had set out for myself when I was younger, um, you know, to to be feeling really fulfilled in a lot of the areas of my life and to have taken my 20s as my healing years, as my growth years, as my, you know, constantly knowing what's next and frankly having like multiple balls in the air at all times because that's often how I I liked to live. That's how I preferred to be and growing my business, you know, expanding into my acting career, falling in love, you know, uh, acknowledging and and owning and coming into and, and coming out with my queerness and my polyamory and uh, continuing to to move from a space of healing when it comes to my physical and mental health. And while, of course, the journey never ends in all of those things, I feel really secure in my life. I feel really fulfilled by my work, my purpose, my relationships, my health, um, my, my self-worth. And I never thought in a million years I'd be able to say that at 30 years old. And I know that that is a privileged perspective. I know that it has taken so much work and determination and energy and time for me to truly be able to land here. But the result of it has me in a very interesting place where I don't know what's next because I don't have anything. I I feel in this moment that I don't have anything left to strive for. And I know that that's going to inevitably change and that there will be things that uh, are illuminated to me uh, and paths that feel excited. And and that's not to say that there's nothing that I want or um, am and striving for in any way, but it's to say that I feel just this deep fulfillment when it comes to those things. And so when it comes to figuring out, well, what, what are my goals or what do I want to cultivate this next year? It feels very strange. And so, you know, so much of the last year has been me sitting with, okay, if I'm feeling this way, then I can just sit in the now, right? It's finally okay to just be. And while that is so such a beautiful idea and concept and something that has been substantial for me at times, Just sitting and being in the world that I live, it it does not feel good to me. It does not feel intoxicatingly epic. It does not feel invigorating to my system. I love having things to strive towards. It is is something that uh, encourages me. And, uh, and, And I'm finding that lack of knowing and that medium space that I'm living in right now to be really strange. So that's that's the first thing. And I know that probably many of you will not be able to resonate with that, but I would be not being fully present and truthful with you if I didn't share that piece of myself because it's been a really strange feeling and one that I didn't know I could feel and something that I have been finding a few folks in my life are also experiencing. And it's just very bizarre. But the bigger one and the one that I imagine we're probably all experiencing uh, right now and have been experiencing for a time is that goal setting or intention setting 
or, you know, uh, taking stock of your life and dreaming and visioning of what's next. It can only come from a space of health. It can only come from a space of, and I don't mean like health, like fully, like we need to be fully healthy in order to dream. I mean that uh, our bodies are at least for the most part in homeostasis enough to be able to even access what it is we might want, right? Um, to be able to really search within and, and find those answers. But collectively, we have been for the last almost two years in a state of fight or flight because of this pandemic, because of the constant ups and downs, the isolation, the grief, and none of us are healthy. None of us are stable. And collectively, we are suffering. And there is this overall sense as a result of apathy, of um, of disarray within our own minds of not knowing where the fuck to step because we've lost the ability to cognitively really step within from a place of true knowing a lot of the time. And it takes significant effort to get there. And most of us don't have it in us to do that in in the least right now. And so we're existing, like I said, in the state of fight or flight, which I've talked about a bunch on on this uh, on this podcast before and definitely talk about a lot within my courses around fear and how we show up and how that, you know, but when we're when our our systems are on overload as consistently as they have been, it, looking forward, you know, we're so we're we're fighting for the now right now. We're just trying to motherfucking survive, get through the day, uh, do basic tasks. And many of our mental healths are suffering. I know mine has definitely in the last year. And and so the idea of, of looking forward, moving towards something in the future is not only um, it doesn't only just feel out of reach, but it's actually like physically not something we can really be doing right now because our energy in our bodies have to go towards what is right in front of us, right? And so when we start to to look ahead, we actually stop being present. And so we're at this really strange impasse, I think, as a collective where you know, these resolutions, goals, intentions are, in my opinion right now, more of a load of bullshit than ever because it actually takes away from us. Because uh, visioning and, 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 you know, looking forward is actually slowing our growth <laughs> instead of perpetuating it, instead of encouraging it. Because what we need now, and this is, again, this is my thought. These are my, my experiences. This is what I've witnessed in my own self. But, you know, I always love the quote, you know, about Einstein, about how, like, the definition of, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again with the expectation that it, it will be changed, right? That's, that have, a, have a different, that there will be a different outcome, 
And I think right now we're all kind of experiencing that quote, you know, in our lives. We're still trying to go about our day-to-day, our experiences, everything with a semblance of normalcy from the before times, right? Because we want to cling on to that. We want to cling on to, you know, if we just keep doing this, we will get back there. Um, You know, all of this stuff. And I understand that feeling. I have been there myself. But the reality is, is that's ignoring the fact that in front of us, we are no longer in the before times, that we are in a new, entirely different system of experiences and day to day. So trying to facilitate um, this, you know, path forward vis-a-vis resolutions and intentions and goals when the reality that's in front of us is so different. It's literally, the you know, it's insanity to a degree. And, um, and I realized that, you know, I realized that as I, I was finding myself, you know, I have a, I have this ritual that I do every December and, and heading into January where I, I take deep stock of my year and I, I go through a gamut of questions and I observe how things went, the things that I really like learned and loved and the things that I, uh, need to let go of and all sorts of stuff. And, and then I have this planner that I love that I, I then start to cultivate, you know, what I want for the year. And I found myself experiencing so much resistance around doing any of it, any of it. And normally it's an experience that I love. I love so much. And I actually ended up like sort of forcing myself. It was definitely, I was experiencing a case of the shoulds, right? As a recovering people pleaser, it is always something that I face and I'm mindful around. And I was, I was just going through the motions. And I I sat there and I was like, why is this so hard for me right now? Why do I not feel connected to this experience? Why does it actually, in a way, feel harmful to me? And I realized everything I just shared with you. I realized that I was continuing (laughs) to attempt this... uh, ritual this this path that as a collective we all have been doing for so long beyond the point of it supporting me at least in this current season of life and that instead I wanted to actually support myself in the ways that I needed but there's no fucking blueprint for this there's no blueprint for living in a pandemic and knowing how to find joy, how to feel invigorated about what's coming. Because I don't know about you, but I don't feel that great. I just canceled a trip to Costa Rica that I was supposed to be on as you're listening to this because of this, you know, continued pandemic. And it was one of the hardest. I haven't been on a vacation (laughs) in all of the last two years. And it was really hard to fucking do that. Um, you know, I I find myself feeling more meh and just okay than I do feeling happy and uh, 
alive these days. And that just is my reality. And I'm never going to come on here and pretend. I'm never going to come on here and sugarcoat what is happening in front of me. And yet, when I look around and see people's posts and watch the media, it's the same old, same old shit, right? And my guess is that more people who are, you know, sharing their recap of 2021 and, you know, talking about their visions and resolutions for the new year, that it's, they're just an automatic pilot. It's a new version of what automatic pilot looks like. It's this relentless attempt to just find some semblance of good and normalcy. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's also not real. It's not the whole truth because there's a lot of sadness behind that. And that's why when I was thinking about, you know, if I even wanted to share anything or post anything, I shared, you know, what I called my my real, um, uh, my real real, you know, instead of my highlight real, my real light real. Um, and I, I shared some of the hardest moments of 2021 and also some some really beautiful ones, some really positive ones that um, I'm so grateful for, you know, like getting to meet so many of you and support so many of you on your non-monogamous journeys, both with peer support sessions and then also with our most recent summit that sold out, which was just so amazing, you know, or officially having launched, you know, my my group program, The School of Fears, Feels, and Fucks, and running that twice last year and getting to really do the deep work with so many of you. Oh, it was such a gift, you know. You know, I I had some beautiful memories. I got to be there for two of my my best friends, you know, one of them getting married and one of them getting engaged and getting to witness their joy and be there for really special moments was really, really beautiful to me. And, you know, I, I, I got to do my first and book my first commercial. I booked my first TV show. Like some shit definitely went down this year. That was great. But I'd be lying if I said to you that this year was you know, the happiest year of my life as so many, you know, TikTok (laughs) uh, trends are going or were going leading up to the new year. It wasn't. It was far from the happiest year of my life. It was one of the harder years of my life. It was a continued year of loss and grief and (sighs) deep depression a lot of the time. And so, Attempting to just put that all aside, ignore that whole thing and say, I am in a great place to set goals now, felt like the most disingenuous thing of my life. It did. It just really felt like I was being this imposter for myself. And so what I'm what I'm committing to myself instead of the things that I'm being told I should do that feel like shit is to take this next year on a day-to-day basis. Because if I'm trying to just motherfucking survive and live in the moment, right, which is how we are collectively being in this fight or flight state, that's the only thing I really can do, right, and lead from that place. And what I know more than anything is that being able to show up for myself every single day 
and just simply ask myself the question, what do you need today? Take a moment of breath, of pause before your day gets started. You know, sit with your cup of coffee and snuggle up in a blanket as it can as it gets colder and just ask yourself the question whether you're writing it in your journal or on a note, you know, what do I need today? And actually ask yourself that. And it can be as simple as, hey, like, you're, you're dehydrated. You need to make sure you're drinking enough water. Or I really need to get outside this house because I haven't left in four days. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. Um, or I, I, I need connection. I'm going to call a friend. Right? It doesn't have to be these extraordinary vision board level goals because frankly we don't have the energy to do that in the ways that we have before and that's why I'm seeing more burnout than ever right the people that are are accomplishing these big feats you're not seeing on the other side how burnt out they are how challenging it is right like I set myself up for 2021 and I was like I'm gonna write my next book this year and I wrote a few chapters and I immediately realized now is not the time to be doing this it, this is going to burn me out, this process. It is not bringing me joy the way it once did. And I know it will. I know exactly what I'll be saying in it. But now is not the time, right? And when the time is meant to be, it will come. But stepping into it from a day-to-day, you know, that is the only thing we can do right now. So, And that's what I want to empower you to do. And what I want you to take away from this episode more than anything is that it's okay to be on a day-to-day basis right now. In fact, it is necessary. And it is also okay to say fuck it to any resolution, goal, or intention setting. You know, because you you deserve to receive the things that you actually need instead of operate from a place of shoulds. And this is the most recent way that the world is kind of, you know, forcing us into this old box that no longer fits our current need, our current uh, homeostasis. So, yeah, that was my my permission slip to myself as I stepped into this new year. And I encourage you to take it as your own as well. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. And as always, um, you can see more about the notes and everything and how you can connect with me, work with me, etc. cetera, uh, over at amandacatherineloy.com slash podcast slash 138. And until next time, I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. <laughs>